Today I'm sharing another piece that I made this past spring but never released. I made it on the day Notre Dame was burning down, and I kept it to myself because it really was just another example of a privileged little girl in the States sharing my study abroad photos on Instagram while ignoring atrocities in the rest of the world. But what this piece is really about is my relationship with religion and my mother, so I'd like to share it now. Notre Dame is burning down as I write this. It's one of those things that you can't quite grasp the gravity of. It doesn't affect me. It just makes me sad and makes me think. It makes me want to tell the only story that I have of Notre Dame. I was able to visit Paris a few years ago on a weekend trip when I studied in London. I wasn't particularly excited or unexcited to see the cathedral. On our docket of sights to see, it was just another place I'd be able to say that I've been. We walked inside and entered the slow procession of visitors winding around the perimeter, hundreds or thousands of people looking upward at the magnificent ceilings or stopping to light a candle. Since it is a living church, visitors are asked to remain quiet in respect for parishioners who might be there for worship. The absence of chatter allowed my brain to fill in. I gawked up at the soaring arches and the stained glass and thought, how do people come to make something this beautiful? Why do people build cathedrals when a simple church would suffice? I thought about the people who built it in concept, and the people who built it in actuality, the people who made it happen, who envisioned the sights that I was seeing now, and the hands that actually moved stone and glass into place. And I thought of my mother. The candles that surrounded the edges of the cathedral, there to light in prayer, were so similar to the candles tucked into corners of the Catholic church that I grew up in. Our Lady of Sorrows, by name, another Notre Dame, though of a much smaller scale. I went through eight years of Catholic education there, but as I grew up, I stopped going to church with my mother, and my belief in God that had been taught to me from such a young age flickered and extinguished into smoldering agnosticism. It didn't come with a crisis of existence. I don't remember it being painful to lose my faith, as it is for some. It was a quiet and gradual change and a realization that all of it is unfathomably, immensely impossible to prove or understand. My mother never stopped begging me to pray when I'm in need, when things are uncertain, or when I feel at my worst. Those are the times when it makes me bristle, when she insists that all I need to do to wave away the clouds in my brain is to talk to God. It comforts me to feel that I'm the one in control of my brain, to put that in the hands of a higher power is to give up hope that I can get better with work. I walked Notre Dame thinking of my mother's unwavering faith and how it keeps her afloat, how she feels that she owes all that is good in her life to God, how she uses it as a sign of affection to her family, how a text that says praying can be equated with an I love you. I thought of all the prayers she must be saying for me every day, the first of her children to ever spend time across an ocean from her. Part of me gave her prayers a little credit for what an exhilarating, smooth, and safe experience I was having. It was actually difficult to find an unlit candle in the cathedral. I'm very bad at estimating numbers, but there must have been thousands of tea lights and votives casting their glow into the natural light thrown by the windows. I remember always wanting to light a candle in church as a kid simply because candles were fun and fire was cool, though maybe it should have meant something to me. I felt some of that residual glee as I finally found an available candle to light. I stared at the little flame, and I said a prayer. Not quite to God, but to my mother's God. To that power that she puts all her faith in. 
I said a prayer for her to slightly pay back for all the praying she does for me. It was for both my parents, really. I stood in Paris on that day because I could, because I was afforded the privilege to study abroad, because they lived every day to provide for us, because despite how scared they were to put me on a plane for Europe in a time where, as we see every day, nothing is certain, they let me go, and they did their best to keep their own fears from holding me back. I found a piece in Notre Dame that was nearly physical, washing over my skin like gentle rain. I can't say it changed anything about what I believe, but there's something to be said for a place that can make you feel the faith of others. Notre Dame was designed and built the way it was out of admiration and love for God. Whether he's out there or not, people believed he was, and so they built a stunning cathedral that in itself is poignant. They created something that can make even those who don't believe feel God within the walls. I wonder how many uncertain hands have lit candles there, almost as if asking if it was just a flame or truly a prayer. I wonder how many skeptics have walked along the pews and thought of the centuries of people who have prayed there and heard echoes of their faith bouncing off the stone. I wonder how many people have found just a simple moment of peace when they didn't know they needed it. How strange... How somber and bewildering that God seems to be crumbling that thing in his grasp before our eyes. This has been day five of the February Project, a mini-podcast where I make an audio piece of ten minutes or less every day in the month of February.